unwrap the true spirit of Christmas. Join us for heartwarming fireplace tales and inspiring stories of giving back during the holidays from five beloved listeners, reflecting on the real reason for the season, Christ, the ultimate giver. Hey parents, welcome to Fulfillment Therapy. Do you want to raise your kids better and have a stronger marriage? Are you up late at night researching marriage and parenting tools and self-care tips? Do you start each day hoping for deeper connections and less chaos, but it ends with family arguments and going 12 different directions again? My name's Kendra, wife, mom, therapist, and growth enthusiast. It wasn't until I discovered how to fulfill my unmet needs that I was finally able to show up as my best self, as a spouse and parent. I realized that by meeting my needs, I could more fully meet the needs of my family with more energy and less resentment. In this podcast, I teach parents skills like boundary setting, prioritizing personal needs, communication, and claiming ownership. Just like my clients, you'll be shocked by the improvement in your marriage, parenting, and personal life when you focus on fulfilling your important, unmet needs. Ready to prioritize yourself so you can quit mentally throat-punching people? Then grab those earbuds and head outside, and let's rock and talk. Welcome back, my friends. I am really excited that you're here, as always. I promise I'm not just faking that excitement. I really love this stuff. But we are back for another Christmas episode because this is such a beautiful time of year, if we'll let it be. So I really wanted to give you another episode from some of our listeners. But before I hop into that, I just want to briefly tell you about our new Facebook and Instagram group. You can check out those links in the show notes. These are just private groups focused on self-development and mental health and improving our family relationships. It's simply good things to help remind you to be your best self. Also, our Costa Rican retreat is coming up. Sign up for it because it is incredible. It surpasses current market retreats, offering two to three times more value with a luxurious location, professional training, and affordability. Check out some of those other sites and compare and you'll see what I mean. Despite the price adjustment, remember you can still secure the lower rate with the code SAVE500. Go ahead and email me at fulfillment.therapist at gmail.com if you have specific questions or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org and there's plenty of simple ways to contact me there. This is June 16th through the 22nd, 2024. Remember, there are amazing adventure excursions and resources and training for personal and family transformation. So don't miss out. And don't forget, bring your favorite people. All right, now hopping into today, like I said, I want to continue something special like before and talk about gifts we've given and most especially how we can give a gift to Christ, who really was the ultimate giver. Now, I know not all of my listeners are Christian, Might I be so bold as to say it really doesn't matter? 
Now, I'm not saying you need to go become a Christian right now. What I'm saying is we can honor the good that is in this world. I personally love so many Buddhist teachings or even Islamic or Hindu. There's so much good in this world and I celebrate the truths that they teach. I honor the good that they share and I embrace the things that bring me greater joy and light into my life. And I hope that you can do the same with this open heart. A lot of the times we have past grievances with different things and it can be hard to see past that. But I encourage you to just open your heart to it if or when Christ is mentioned and remember that it is more about the concepts that are being taught and how they can bring greater fulfillment in your life. I pray that today we will have open hearts as we hear simple stories of giving back from a few of our listeners. So in order, they are Emily Stedman, Melissa Hurst, Liesl Ridley, and Rebecca Bell. And like before, I will go last. Now, some of them you've heard from before, and some of them are new. And like before, I'm incredibly grateful for the willingness of these amazing women to share their stories. Let's jump right in. While I was serving as a missionary in Brazil, one family invited us into their home for Christmas dinner, and I'll never forget that experience. They were a very poor family as to America's standards, but you would never know it by the way they lived. So generous, kind, and loving. They lived in a small but clean home with seven children. Their Christmas decor was so rudimentary, yet it was not lacking in Christmas spirit by any means. In their own humble way, they displayed a little plastic nativity set, hung a single strand of lights on a tiny Christmas tree, and covered their table with a linen that had tears and holes scattered about. Yet it was the best they had for this joyful yet humble Christmas feast. I don't remember much about what we ate that night, but I do remember what I felt when I was with that family. And as I thought about baby Jesus that night, the words to one of my favorite Christmas songs titled, In the Bleak Midwinter, came to my mind. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what can I give him? Give him my heart. I have never considered what gift I would give Jesus Christ during the holidays. As I pondered, my mind kept coming back to a willingness to receive. Let me explain. When I was preparing a Just Serve presentation to share with a warden my stake, I felt the impression to talk about the importance of receiving. I remembered in Gethsemane Jesus Christ saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. Jeffrey R. Holland said this, Even the Son of God a God himself, had need for heavenly comfort during his sojourn in mortality. Jesus Christ is not only the greatest giver, but also the most willing to receive of God's love in whatever form it takes. Christ's experience teaches me that it is okay to ask for what I desire or hope for, but also to be willing to receive what God feels is best for my growth and development in this mortal sphere. I struggle at times to maintain faith during the many challenges of life. 
Nevertheless, my gift to Christ would be a willingness to receive His and my Heavenly Father's love and trust in His plan for me. DNC 88, 32, and 33 brings it together for me. For what doth it profit a man if a gift is bestowed upon him, and to receive not the gift? Behold, he rejoices not in that which is given unto him, neither rejoices in him who is the giver of the gift. A gift to Christ that my family gives every year is going caroling at a nursing home. We love it so much because we walk in there and the nurses tell us all the people that would love to be sung to and we go to those rooms, but there's always one person, at least, that the nurses didn't tell us about that we feel drawn to. And we end up going in their room and as we're singing, you can see lonely eyes light up and you can see that they feel loved. They feel the love of Christ and they remember Christ. And almost always they end up singing the words with us. A lot of them have Alzheimer's or dementia and they will remember the words and start tapping their foot and singing and it's just the sweetest thing ever. So for the question of what I have given Christ for Christmas, it made me think of the phrase, feed my sheep. If we love him and um, want to do things for him, give him gifts, we can serve others and feed his sheep. So in the past, um, we've done this a couple times, but my most memorable time was when we got to pick a family for Aaron's work. It's called Sub for Santa. And we picked a family um, that was really struggling at the time. I was one of her friends and would go in and help her out as much as I could. She was on bed rest and she had a lot of eating restrictions and I just felt for her family with all the things that were going on. So we asked if their work would pay for Christmas for them and they did and we got to go pick out all the gifts for this family. So there was, I think, five kids, sixth one on the way and mom and dad. So me and Aaron got to go shopping, grab all the gifts. We had the kids involved. And then we, Christmas Eve, I think, brought them all over to them. And it was just so wonderful to see their smiles and their joy that they had in receiving these things and just warmed our hearts. That was awesome. I am really grateful for the things they had to share about giving him my heart, feeding my sheep, being a receiver and a giver, and that simple service of caroling. Like, I love these stories. And I just want to briefly share some of mine. I'm actually going to go more into this. I'm going to give my main one on Christmas Day. It's just going to be a super special short Christmas episode. So I won't go into that, but I did want to share just briefly some ways that we've given gifts to Christ throughout my life. My mom mentioned on a previous episode that we gave gifts to each other by writing those letters of love. And I want to say my mom is a saint for encouraging us to do that because we never really wanted to, except for when we were younger. And as soon as we got older, we'd really drag our feet. But it really was so beautiful to look back on those things. And that was a gift to each other, but also a gift to Christ because it softened our hearts. And I think that's what I love the most about Christmas. 
Another thing that I did later on in life is when we were first married, I remember just like Liesl going to a nursing home and not really feeling super comfortable with it, loving the idea of it, but feeling a little bit uncomfortable intruding on people's space and not really knowing if they would like it or not. And I wasn't really comfortable with the caroling myself as much. I'm not as much of a singer and it's not something I grew up really doing, but I really did enjoy visiting with people and recognizing when it helped. Another thing that we love to do is the 12 days of Christmas and others have mentioned something like that before. Every so often we'll pick a family and we will drop things off at their door, like Rebecca had mentioned. And my kids really enjoy the whole running away thing and trying not to get caught and doing this for 12 days. It's just very fun. It's really enjoyable to be the one on the giving side more often. I would say that this year, my biggest gift is helping others remember the reason for the season and the spirit of Christ. Some of the ways I do that is through this podcast and these episodes and also traditions I do with my family. I had a conversation with several of them and my son especially was talking about how important traditions are to him. It reminded me of a talk that I heard once about how important traditions are. So I asked him what his favorites were and I want to share a couple of those with you. On Black Friday, we go to IHOP, one of the only times of year that we go out to eat (laughs) all together. And then we put names in a hat and all of the kids draw out a name and they buy a little gift for each other and we help them do that and they really enjoy that. Another thing we're doing this year is we're each making a homemade gift for the family, especially like a Christmas gift, and we're putting it in a Christmas Eve box and on Christmas Eve we open it and that also has like some special Christmas Eve treats and we will watch a Christmas Eve movie. I wish I could share mine because it's so fun, but I don't want them to hear about it too early. So I won't share that now. But another thing we haven't done before because they haven't had the best attitude about it sometimes, but we want to act out the nativity. So we prepared for them for that this year that we really want to do that this year. And other things like, like making gingerbread houses and gingerbread men and Elf on a Shelf, and we go sledding. And like I mentioned before, we're wanting to do those letters of love this year and the 12 days of Christmas. So all of these things, it can be very easy for them to weigh us down if this becomes just another thing on our list. So as you're doing this, ask yourself, is this helping me remember the reason for the season? Is this bringing the Spirit of Christ into my home? Is this a gift that I'm giving back to Christ or to others? And if it's not, allow yourself to let go of it. I was having a conversation with my sister-in-law where she reminded me that she scales back in what she's doing with Christmas meals and all of that because it can be too much and she wants to keep it simple. And I appreciated that reminder too because I was looking up all these things for the Christmas parties and and for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and there is something to keeping it simple. I know my kids love these things but I also want to enjoy the holidays. So just remember that. Again, those two questions to ask yourself. Is this helping me remember the reason for this season? And is this bringing more of the Spirit of Christ into my home? And you can determine if it's something to leave behind or if it's something to embrace. All right, my friends, that is all I have today.
Remember, don't forget to check out the show notes and use those links to find us in all the places. And join us for that journey in Costa Rica and stay with us in that private villa overlooking the bay with that quiet beach nearby, as well as the private chef, the maid service, fully stuffed, relaxing villa, fulfillment meditation sessions, yoga, immersive training, and the opportunity to really elevate your relationships and your personal life, as well as that chance to reset and restore which we all so desperately need. I think we can very much attest to that, especially this time of year. Our team in Costa Rica will give you a transformational experience. You've already met Kenzie, me, Joel, you've met Liz. These people are just amazing. It is going to be incredible. Remember, we're going to be doing things like zip lining, jungle water slides, hot springs, aquatic adventures, snorkeling with sea turtles, and so many incredible things. So elevate your well-being at fulfillmenttherapy.org by signing up now. Also, big things are coming after Christmas. So stay tuned for that, but I won't worry about going into that until after Christmas. But I will be giving you some gifts. They're belated gifts, but they are coming after Christmas. So stay tuned for that. Again, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, my friends. I will see you back here on Christmas Day for a lovely Christmas special. And those quiet moments for you to listen to and remember the beauty of Christmas. When your kids are opening up presents and everybody's zoning out and doing their own thing, I encourage you to listen. It is going to be beautiful. I actually, for the first time, had to get permission from people to use some material. So I'm waiting on that and that should be coming anytime. Otherwise, it might be an extra special something else. (laughs) May you intentionally give gifts to Christ, even if there's just a few days left before Christmas. I hope you can take what has been said today to heart and give the things that truly matter. God bless my friends. Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, chances are someone else would too. Would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who's looking for greater family fulfillment? And while you're sharing, tell me what you think about the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. It refuels me when I hear this podcast is helping you, no matter what your house or your hair looks like. I'll meet you back here every Monday and Thursday morning for more episodes. Until then!